Drinking responsibly, parenting haphazardly. We've got your weekly dose of mom tequila. So pour yourself a drink. And put dad on tiny human duty. This This is Moms Moms and Margs. Welcome to another episode of Moms and Margs. I am one of two hosts. My name is Kelsey. And I'm Whitney. And we are so excited to have you tuning in and listening on this Tuesday, Tequila Tuesday. We hope that you have a drink in hand and you are ready to dive into some tequila today. Um, we don't really have any drinks planned today because we are Mm-mm. recording virtual remotely. I was going to say virtually, virtually whatever. remotely not together. <laughs> we are not. Um, so we're recording and we didn't really plan. Usually when we're together, we always plan a margarita. Yes. We didn't this time. Um, but I just grabbed my feet, fa- not my favorite Pinot Noir, but a Pinot Noir and Whitney had hers. I'm assuming Prosecco. I don't know. I had Prosecco earlier and I already, I drank it all and already switched to water. <laughs> I'm still drinking my, my bottle. <laughs> I, I feel very, I feel like we're disappointing this Sorry, week. sorry. Drinks. But Our we bad. do some good tequila for you though. Whitney, what is this episode about? Tell this us. This episode is is titled oops i accidentally became a tiktoker um (laughs) so yes you guessed it we have a famous tiktoker on our podcast to interview today we are so so excited because if you are a mom and you're on tiktok you've probably stumbled across her videos we're just so excited so so excited i'll we'll share that um little tidbit in a second who we're going to be interviewing Mm -hmm. um but first we kind of wanted to review each why we joined tiktok because um for me tiktok came at a time right when the pandemic happened whitney would always make fun of me like why aren't you on tiktok and like try (laughs) to get me to join tiktok before the pandemic and i was like i don't whatever. Like, I don't want to be a bunch, like just watch teeny boppers, like dancing. That doesn't seem amusing to me at all. Mm -hmm. Um, But then the pandemic happened and I was like, you know what? I might as well. I'm bored. I have nothing else to do after I get off work and Harper goes to bed. I might as well just join TikTok and see what this is all about because a lot of people are on there right now. Um, and holy crap, it blew my mind. It, it still blows my mind away mm-hmm. at just how good it is and how just like entertaining it is. I've cried laughing over TikToks. I've like cried emotionally over TikToks. Right. I've just felt so seen or heard or just pure like that stupid shit entertainment like that slapstick entertainment that you just want that's just like not you don't have to think hard about yeah all of it is on tiktok and it's so freaking good so good personally for me um you know i've i'm building i've built a follow like a group of trying to conceive women so i post a lot Mm -hmm. of like that type of content um but I, I don't, that's not something I've ever really been able to achieve on Instagram. And I've posted like religiously on Instagram forever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, why, why did you, why did you join? <laughs> what was the thing? So I joined initially, at, I feel like just out of boredom. I mean, Kelsey and I had talked about it for a long time. Like, uh, like, is it worth it? Is it actually like just teenagers dancing? And then I kind of had saw, um, you know, people reposting funny videos on Instagram or Facebook. And I'm like, okay, it doesn't seem as corny. Like maybe it's not all corny. So I downloaded it out of boredom and I was purely a scroller, just purely a vulture. Um, (laughs) just watching. Yeah. And (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And, um, you know, I kind of found this community of moms, millennial mom, just the cool mom, right. Um, the, I don't try hard mom. I love hard mom, you know, that type of thing. I kind of fell into this community of these women and it was super inspiring to me you know um and tiktok is so informal whereas like you mentioned whereas instagram is kind of it's hit or miss right um i feel like honestly you could i have a and i'm not like trying to brag at all but i just want to point this Mm -hmm. out is that I have a higher following on TikTok than I do. And it's not like that big of a difference, but I have a high, I have a bigger following on TikTok than I do on Instagram. Yeah. I know you do too, Whitney. Yeah. Like on Instagram, you can work really fucking hard to gain that audience and that following. Yes. And TikTok, it's really honestly anyone's game. Like, yeah, you could be, you can have zero followers and the next day wake up with, a hundred thousand. Like, yeah. No, literally. It doesn't matter who you are really. Yes. Like, and I, I think this is going to be, I'm going to be honest. I think this is the downfall of Instagram. I really do. I think Instagram is becoming, do what? You felt like that? No, I've just seen, I've seen more people lately saying like they're done with Facebook or they're done with Instagram and moving to TikTok. I'm super frustrated with Instagram because you can put your heart and soul into a lot of things like content or or staying active or hashtags or um, stories or just content in general, like static feed content and not get recognized for it just because of the algorithm. But whereas TikTok, you can literally go on there um, bare face bun up and just say like, I'm a mom and I had a shitty fucking day or it's something along those lines. And the algorithm is the fairest algorithm I've ever seen on any social media platform. Um, and I don't think that's by coincidence. Like how crazy it, it's insane to me because their highest team <laughs> they probably thought they had this like huge revelation of like, what if we just made the algorithm fair? Like, what if we were the platform that anybody could get famous? Like, yeah. what if we were that platform? But it should be like that with all of them because we're taught to believe that, right? We're taught to believe if you do um, all of these certain things, then if you follow the rules, then um, you know, you get rewarded. Whereas on TikTok, cool. you can just merely exist. I was going to say, it might not even be on Instagram that you even get rewarded. Let's be honest. Like exactly. You, 
you could do all the right things and still not gain 10,000 followers in one day. Like that doesn't my recent my recent following, like the only reason my follower account has gone up recently is because of TikTok. Like I shit you not, if I didn't have if if I didn't have a TikTok, my follower account would be stagnant or it would go up here and there if I did a giveaway with like two or three girls, you know, every other month or something like that, but nothing significant, it would still be stagnant because it, it's just, and it's, in, it's yeah. insane because I like you can, and I know you feel this way too. Like you can work for years and see this little bit on Instagram, but like you said, on TikTok, you haven't even had TikTok that long and you already have more followers on TikTok than you do on Instagram. It's wild. Well, and honestly, it's the community there. Like, yes, never had such a good community. And personally for me, you know, I have this TTC, like trying to get pregnant, trying to conceive community. Um, and they're all so supportive, so loving, so caring. Like they probably message me more than anyone (laughs) about my trying to get pregnant and like, they'll check in on me. Sometimes people will message me and be like, Hey, you haven't posted in a few days. Like, are you okay? Or like, mm-hmm. just like, Hey, I saw that you tested to get tested, like d- took a pregnancy test. Like, how did it come back? Like, are you okay? Like Aww. no one, I mean, the thing is like, I share more on TikTok now than I do on Instagram in a real raw way because mm-hmm. the community on there is nicer. Not that anyone yeah. to me on Instagram, but like they really like show up for you on TikTok. Well, right. And Instagram is so formal. Like it's, it's almost like, it's almost like you post this, we interact with it. We like it. It, it, it almost feels so sometimes, yes, transactional. I, I didn't want to say disingenuous. Um, but transactional is a great way to put it. Um, it seems very transactional and some people like on Instagram will see something that they are, you know, interested in or piques their interest, but they don't want to like it. They don't want to give that person that like, because it it is transactional, you know, um, but that's the community. Like you're building this community. Like I know Whitney, you've built like a community of like just moms and mm-hmm. women and like just being able to relate to someone in that way that is going through what you're going through. And that's, what's right. so like chef's kiss about TikTok is that mm-hmm. you get served up videos that you, that are relatable to something part in your life or right you're going through something or whatever, like, or you just need a fucking laugh. But Mm -hmm. I think that's why I was really, really excited to interview this person that we um, had on as a guest for this episode, because, um, and you'll hear in the episode, but she was someone I had followed very early on in TikTok. I think just one of her videos popped up because I'm a working mom. She is a working mom. And I just related so much to her content. Um, it was literally, and I, I told her this on the episode, it was literally like, she took the words right out of my brain, like on Mm -hmm. some of the TikTok videos. Um, and it was just so, so good. And, um, 
So I'm going to share who it is now. And we're, like I said, I've been fangirling all night that we just got to sit down and, and talk with her. Um, so we interviewed our friend and now TikTok friend, but real life friend, Sarah. So Sarah is AKA the corporate mama is an e-commerce marketing manager by day, but content creator by night. And as her account name might suggest a mom of two during all 24 hours, she's amassing a combined following of nearly 175,000 followers. She has focused on creating content that aims to help other millennial moms hack the complex lifestyle that is motherhood and full-time career. You may have seen her featured by Yahoo News, Girl Boss, Betches, Phenomenal, or US Weekly. And you can find her on Instagram at Sarah with an H, Sarah Jean Steele, S T E E L E, or on TikTok, which is where I found her, and you should go follow her. <laughs> um, the Corporate Mama. So at The Corporate Mama definitely worth the follow worth the follow um and I feel like let's go to her interview because it's I feel like there's just she hits everything on the nail on the head when it comes to yes talking about motherhood talking about working and just also talking about how she gained all the this attention and Mm -hmm. absolutely let's go to her interview we're so excited let's do it (laughs) Hi, Sarah. How are you? Hello. I'm great. How are you? Good. It's so cool to see you like here. I feel like we're in person, but we're not. I know we're live, um, (gasps) but really quote unquote, see you live for what today's world is. Yeah, (laughs) I know. It's so wild. Right. So, okay. So tell us about yourself. um, And how would your friends describe you? Sure. I'm Sarah. I am a mom of two boys. I live in Arkansas. Um, one of the world's largest retailers is here, and it brought my husband and I here a couple years ago. And I've been working in the corporate world for coming up on 10 years, which is insane. Um, and I think it would be surprising for my friends to talk about me because my personality does not seem like one that would be conducive to a corporate environment. But I think they'd describe me as uh, silly, supportive, um, kind-hearted, but also very dedicated and driven. So I am fierce about going after what I want to get done, but I try to have fun as much as I can along the way. Okay. Wow. Holy shit. That was a really good answer. <laughs> the best answer I think ever. I, I mean, <laughs> wow. That I think that's probably the best answer we've had. Oh, wow. Without question. No diss on our other uh, <laughs> guests, but that was a really, really good answer. Um, Beautifully spoken. Also, <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's strange to think that I will be coming up on 10 years soon too in the corporate world, which makes me That's feel crazy. very old. And like, yeah, like we're not old enough what? for this. Right? I'm not old enough to have two kids. I'm not old enough to have been working what? for this long. I always hear these <laughs> new grads talking. I'm like, oh yeah, I graduated college a couple years ago. And then I'm yes. thinking, oh, no. No, I, I did not. A couple. <laughs> I always cringe when I interview someone. Um, right now I'm interviewing for an intern. And so obviously they're in college. And I'm like, yeah, like mm-hmm. when I was in college, I'm like, oh my God, I used to 
I need to like stop saying that because uh, that was a really long time ago. <laughs> That's I so know. funny. It's crazy. Um, so what type of mom would you say you are? I am definitely a try something, usually fail, ask for forgiveness later of myself, of my husband, of my kids. I know that I don't have a rule book, but sometimes I act as if I should. I get frustrated Mm -hmm. that I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. And then I get to the end of the day and I have to tell myself it's fine. Mm -hmm. Everyone is healthy. Everyone is functioning. You can fix this and try again tomorrow. So I'd like to say that I'm low key and laid back and easygoing like I thought I would be as a mom, but I, uh, I'm more anal than I realize sometimes. <laughs> totally relate to that for sure. Right. It's crazy because I feel like whenever, whenever you, especially with your first, right. Cause I know Sarah, you have two kids, mm-hmm. um, and we only have one, but if I were to have another right now, I know I wouldn't be as concerned with being that perfect parent right because with, with the first one you, I mean you almost miss out on a lot because you're so concerned Probably. with trying to be the mother that you're supposed to be whereas you know either later in their life or with a second I'm sure you quickly realized um I gotta we just gotta keep him alive <laughs> I know I find myself having to bite my tongue sometimes when my friends who have new babies are telling me about all the things they're not gonna do and that they're not oh doing and I'm just no. sitting there like Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, let me know how that works out for you. And when you, when you want to be honest, let's have a real conversation. (laughs) Kelsey and I talk about that often. You just got to like, I mean, you just got to let them figure it out because when I was pregnant, you couldn't tell me anything. Oh, exactly. Yeah. That's why I just have to like, I just shake my head and I'm like, that's so great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was right. There was this, I, I did like school registration today and there was a mom there and mm-hmm. she was asking me like which class do you want your daughter to be in and I was like oh I think I want to do the three hours versus four hours because but it's so nice for the four hours because they could just go home and take a nap and like then your day is like over right mm-hmm. like it's great and she was like oh you your kid takes a nap still and I was like yeah <laughs> she takes a nap still and she's like is it your first kid and I was like yes how did she know <laughs> she was like um because I was the same with my first kid. My second kid, who is the boy that's in her first class, um, she was like, he stopped taking a nap like at 18 months. And it was like, Whoa. Um, but I thought that was funny that she knew right away that I was first time parent or first, like she was our first. Um, cause that's so I, funny. I, that I live funny. for nap time. That's like my time. <laughs> I know. And I had it down for a while that I could get them both to take naps at the same time on the weekends and now all of a sudden our three and a half year old he still naps at school but on the weekends it's impossible and so by the time I finally get him tired enough to at least lay down and act like he's gonna take a nap the other one has woken up and I'm I'm like okay well no I'll sleep when I'm dead yeah I'll I'll rest later I'll rest when they're 18 right (laughs) what is what is sleep at this point for sure exactly um, so since we would love to talk to you more about TikTok and our first question about it, Miss TikToker, why <laughs> did you initially join TikTok? What was sure. it about TikTok that just intrigued you? Well, I downloaded the app actually in November of 2019 
okay. basically to prove to my coworkers that it was ridiculous that they would even consider our brand would look at it as a platform. I was so against it. I was basically downloading it to prove a point that it was just a bunch of teenagers dancing. Was and there that, someone that thought they sh- that your company should be on TikTok? Yes. Um, someone on my team had been hearing about it and right. had been seeing a lot of the trends that were starting overseas and seeing other food yeah. brands start to dip their toe. Much bigger food brands than ours, but... <laughs> And we're starting to see some of the celebrity presence on it. And I didn't have the same foresight that they did. I still don't think it's a great spot for our particular brand, but I was dead set against using it in any way, shape or form. And then when quarantine starts come March, I start seeing more people my age doing things on it, whether it was dancing Mm -hmm. or home decor and DIY organization stuff. I'm like, Okay, maybe I'll I'll just be a, I feel like a lurker. Right everyone yeah. joined. Yes, everybody joined. And right I was like, then. okay. I know that's I'll just when I joined. Yeah. I think a lot of moms, especially, they're like, yeah. we're trapped in our house. So yeah. we need some entertainment. Just to literally just like scroll yeah. and exactly. like watch the entertainment. Yeah. Exactly. So I was getting kind of bored going stir crazy in my house. And I yeah. posted a couple of videos that at first were just kind of jokes about being a mom and I didn't get a ton of followers immediately but I had this core group of women who would kind of hype up my posts kind of a lot and I was around I think I had maybe like 7,500 followers or something so at the time that felt it felt massive to me and uh, I started realizing like there are more women on here like me than I would have ever thought. Think of think of seven like I know in comparison to where you are now, 7,000 is still a lot. Think of that many women in a room. Exactly. Isn't that crazy? It's overwhelming. Yeah. Think about it that way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I I feel like I was just going to, I feel like me and Sarah, I think we have similar career jobs. Um, cause I'm in marketing too. And I remember someone came to me, literally someone came to me and said, should we be on TikTok? And I was like, are you, are you out of your mind? Like, right. um, all of these like teens, tweens are in TikTok. Like that is not our target audience at all. Like, why would we ever go on there? Right. And then quarantine happened. And I remember I was on it for a while and yeah, like what you said, I kept, I, I still maybe very rarely I see teens like pop up in my TikTok scrolling. Usually I see people my age or, or older, <laughs> mm-hmm. very millennial age. And I remember messaging that person because she was higher up in the marketing team. And I was like, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, Kelsey, was wrong. you know, it like learns your algorithm like super quickly. Um, like if you stay on a video for too long or if you like a certain video, it starts like feeding you those. I've picked on Kelsey for so long because she, I, you know, we were kind of like, uh, don't get TikTok, like it's stupid. And then I got it and I was like, you got to get on here. And I think one of her other friends like kind of convinced her to get on it or maybe it was vice versa. I don't remember. But um, she was, she messaged me one day and was like, do you see like a ton of hot guys on your TikTok feed? Like that's all I see. And I was like, no, I haven't seen one guy. Like, I, was it okay, I was getting all these very hot um, shirtless, 
shirtless men uh, dancing. Sounds terrible. I, I, right? And I was, <laughs> I was like, wait, why am I? Like, what? Like, is this a thing? Like, is this just a thing? Is everyone seeing this? And she was like, genuinely like, is this like all what it's about? <laughs> yeah. Is this why you're telling me I need to be on here to look yeah. at these guys? Um, also, right? texted Whitney. I think we shared that in an older podcast and mm-hmm. my husband listens to the podcast and he just <laughs> literally texted me one day like, oh, so shirtless men. I love picking on her about that. So Sarah, when, it, when you made your account, did you think um, you would build that large of an audience? First of all, um, brag on yourself for a second. How large is your audience now? Sure. So right now I'm just over 160,000, which blows my mind. Um, I mean, it's not as much as you, Whitney, as many as you, but I, uh, it's way more interesting than me. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's just so weird because I was doing all these silly trending dances and jokes and just doing kind of these lip dubs. And then I started to just post about content I actually cared about and creating unique original content, just me talking about things or talking about issues like postpartum depression and anxiety and the struggles of finding childcare and trying to prioritize your marriage while you're trying to work and do all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. And the numbers just started growing exponentially and very quickly to where I was kind of like, okay, I feel... I almost have a responsibility now to talk about this stuff because it's clear that it's resonating with someone. And just seeing the numbers increase was just so reassuring to me because I had been so nervous and scared about what if someone finds out I'm on TikTok doing this, I'm going to be so embarrassed and it's going to be, people are going to think it's weird. And then I realized just a lot of people were finding value in that. Mm -hmm. And if that many people are interested, um, then maybe they'd be interested in other things I have to say. So I started right. to branch into doing some satire and sketch comedy and things I'd always, you know, dreamed of maybe trying when I was younger, but never thought I'd really have the place to do that and realized, hey, I have this platform. I might as well try it out and see how it goes. And it's been it's been really fun. And you get to meet so many people from different yeah. walks of life or people that are similar to you that you just never would encounter otherwise which is crazy absolutely I got chills whenever you said you know when you started posting what you liked and then you started to see content grow because I have people ask me all the time how do you do it how do you do it how do you do it and I'm like I used to struggle like I used to just post stuff Mm -hmm. for Instagram I used to just post stuff that I thought people would like right you know um but it's sickening and it's annoying and it's tiresome and you 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 know kind of get the gall to start posting what you want to post. And then people are interested in that because they're tired of the same shit over and over and over. So I love that you just said that because it, it proves my my point. I mean, whatever, um, to just a ton of people that have asked for advice. I even see the dips now. If I am not feeling particularly creative and just see this thing is trending and a bunch of people are doing it, I'll just throw something up. And it Mm -hmm. tanks. It doesn't do Mm -hmm. well because it's not authentic to who I am. It doesn't Mm -hmm. look or feel or sound like other stuff. So people are people know that about you that you Mm -hmm. have this like very creative. Like when you go to your TikTok, you're gonna usually get all new exciting content to Mm -hmm. watch and listen to. Um, Right. 
And I think that's how when you made it big on TikTok though, because a lot of people will post their own original content and it doesn't do well. And I honestly, whenever I've read about, because again, I'm in marketing, so I'm like trying to, you know, you read everything about a new platform, what performs well. And all of it says like, oh, you know, all the dubbed lips and like lip syncing, like that's the thing to do. Um, so I think you've made it big, Sarah, that you're like the person that other people are, you know, dubbing to or lip syncing to or whatever. Uh, yeah. And we'll definitely get into that specific <laughs> thing later because holy moly, like so cool. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just crazy. And my husband, speaking of your husband listening to your yeah. podcast, he oh, religiously yeah. would watch Watching. my TikToks. Aww. He found out about it on accident. I didn't tell him at first that I was doing it. And he heard me talking to a friend on the phone and she was like, oh, I can't wait to see you post another TikTok. And he came around the corner and was like, you're doing what, what now? Yeah. And so he would watch them religiously, but just to troll me, he didn't follow anyone. <laughs> so it was really interesting to see what his FYP would look like because he didn't follow anyone. He would right. occasionally like stuff, but he would always right. watch mine. And he finally said, I'll give you a follow if you ever get to a hundred thousand followers. And I was like, Oh my God, you are Aww. ridiculous. That's insane. Like you're so annoying. And then when it finally happened, he was like, well, I guess I'll give you my word. word. I guess I'll follow you now. <laughs> I was like, yay. Thanks. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> when was your first viral TikTok? When did it like, um, you're like, Whoa, that you woke up in the morning and you're like, wow. And what was it? So I kind of have two. One was an accidental viral that I don't think delivered much after. And I, it was my first um, original audio clip that I did. And I talked about how annoying my voice is when I go to Starbucks and order a drink. And the next day I just randomly opened the app. It had been, it was probably all day. I didn't open until maybe seven that night. And it had, for me at the time, it was hugely viral. It had maybe 200,000 views or something that, yeah. and and wow. maybe 50 people had used the audio and I kind wow. of had this internal freak out of oh my god what's happening these people's yeah. faces are moving to my voice but oh, after yeah. that it, it was back to you know business as usual like maybe 100 100 views a thousand if it was a good day <laughs> but then my my first real viral video that I would consider um that was original content that wasn't just me using someone else's voice was um, talking about how corporations were treating employees during COVID times. So basically Mm -hmm. pretending to express interest in their mental health. And then when people would actually respond to that, they were kind of like, not like that. No, we just really meant go take a yoga class or, or something like, please tell us about your problems. Kelsey's very passionate about this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> very, very passionate for just mental health in general. But, um, I, this is actually a funny story. Um, so I followed you for a while and then I was like, me and Whitney were talking about like having a TikTok person on and I'm just like, I have the perfect person. So like, I just organically always followed mm-hmm. you. And, um, so I like know all of your videos. I'm definitely a fan <laughs> for sure. Um, but I don't, when Whitney told me it was you, I was like, no, it's not her. Like you're joking because I love her. Like <laughs> I love her videos. I watch them all the time. Like they're my favorite. Um, she was like, no, like me and her are friends. And I was like, okay, 
That's I know. <laughs> oh my gosh, you just made my day. That's so nice. Sarah, I don't know if you know this, but you're like one of my first like TikTok friends that I, I like consistently like talk to on there. I remember the first time I ever saw one of your TikTok videos. It was the Bella Porch head shaking thing. <laughs> and I, I saw you do it and I was like, this girl is so cute. And she's talking about moms oh. and it's so fun. I was like, I have to follow her immediately. Oh, that was yeah, no, I, I could not believe, um, Kelsey was so, shocked. um, I was like, yeah, I, th- I think, you know, Sarah would be really good at it. Or did you, or did you recommend Sarah? I can't no, remember Kelsey. No, you told me you were like, I have okay. a person. Okay. This girl, you know, one, a TikToker on. Yeah. And I was like, I'll just message her and ask her if she's interested. And Kelsey was like, no way. Her? For real? <laughs> I was like, Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That <laughs> Seriously, so Sarah, like literally when I, my, de- my desk is right here, but like, I'm literally like you at the desk, like, no, literally whatever you're saying, like, is a deal. That's literally like the words I would actually, like I'm saying in my head or all of it, like for that's sure. So funny. I was terrified for people from work to find it. And I think that is one of the questions we'll talk about. So mm-hmm. we can circle back to it, but it's, it's just funny that sometimes I share my TikToks on Instagram. I didn't start doing mm-hmm. that until I got to hundred K, but I'll share them on reels and I yeah. get so nervous. So I include all these disclaimers, like this is not representative of my employer, yeah, but right. I'm like, these are real thoughts I have. And then right. I know other people have, so right. I think it's valid. Right. And it's just, uh, it's I crazy always- how many people are experiencing the same things. On exactly. Exactly. It's funny. Um, I'll get private messages from people at my company. Not that I work with directly, but they'll say, yeah. oh, I saw your TikTok. And that's so funny. I'm trying, I'm dying to figure out if it's based on someone. <laughs> like, oh my God, so no. You're like, Just no, 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 no. <laughs> that's funny. I'll appear. Um, Sarah, <laughs> one of yours that sticks out to me, it reminds me of Kelsey so much, um, <laughs> is people kept asking you, like, why do you look like you're crying? Like, why do you always look like you're crying? And Sarah just like yeah. gets on there and she's like, it's probably because I'm crying. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. If I, I look like I'm crying, it's because I was either about to, or I just cried because <laughs> right? I finished crying right now. hopped on the video call with you to have this meeting. <laughs> right that's so yeah, funny that's that's, uh, that's how it is and I didn't start getting questions like that really until um the first time one of my TikToks got shared by a big account and mm-hmm. a bunch of people flooded in and I I get very yeah. few like haters or trolls every now and then but they're usually trying to call me out on a fact or something but mm-hmm. after um Betcha has shared one of my videos. All these people were like, are you okay? You look like you're crying. I'm like, okay, that's sweet. But like, I probably was, but that's also just my face. I don't know what to tell you. It's just like, I just face. look like that now. <laughs> it's permanent. Speaking, speaking of big accounts, sharing your um, TikToks, can you share a pinch moment from one of your TikTok videos or whenever somebody shared it? Can you name a pinch me? I can. Um, It was actually maybe a little over a month ago. I was on the couch in the living room for some reason. I think one of my kids woke up really early. So we were out watching, you know, Coco Melon at (laughs) six in the morning as one does. I have work. I have work in two hours. Like (laughs) it's going to be fine. And I open up 
Instagram and I had a panic attack almost because one of my videos was on my newsfeed and I was like, did I post this in the middle of the night? Did I post this just now? Did my son hit my phone? And then I swipe my phone up just a little bit and I see that Betches had shared one of my videos about couples co-working from home on Instagram. And within, it was maybe like 7.15 a.m. by that point. Within 20 Mm -hmm. minutes, like 20 people I know had messaged me saying, is this you? Because they Mm -hmm. either weren't on TikTok or they're like, where did this come from? This is crazy. You're on Betches. And so I was already just really excited my day had completely turned around. <laughs> Me too. And then yeah. maybe 30 minutes after that, Us Weekly posted it on their account. And then all these other people started messaging me like that don't follow Betches, maybe older people or former right. coworkers or just my mother-in-law. <laughs> They're like, this is a magazine I read. You're in this magazine's Instagram page. And I, it was a pinch me moment because people were tagging me and a lot of people followed me on Instagram from that. I mm-hmm. went up about 10,000 followers on Instagram in about you did. 36 hours. Which yeah, was you did. I was telling crazy. Kelsey that. Yeah, I was telling Kelsey that because whenever I was following you, I you had just gotten to maybe like 4,000 or something like maybe. that. Maybe, yeah. I and think I it was, was like, like 3,900 or 4,000 and then all of a sudden I was at almost 15. Yeah, crazy. I, and th- that's exactly what I told Kelsey. I it may have been whenever we were talking about having you on and I like either looked at your profile or something and I was like, Mm -hmm. holy shit. She just got (laughs) like a ton of followers. That's so awesome. Well, overnight. Betches is so good. It's like always, it has like such good content and it makes sense that they would, it just like goes, your content and their content, like and Perfect they had messaged too. me one time and asked if it would be okay if they shared one of my videos. And I said, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Oh my gosh, please. But then nothing ever nothing really happened. came from it. And so it was maybe three weeks after they asked if that was okay, that they posted something. So I was oh, wow. not expecting it at all because I figured maybe, you know, maybe oh, they were just asking and then they lost interest or changed their mind. Yeah. And then that happened and I kind of lost it. I was so excited. But then I, yeah. uh, my very first swipe up on Instagram after all of that I did on this hat I wear in my TikTok sometimes it says per my last email oh. and I was like I feel like I need to frame this that I right but I did this oh all because God, of TikTok so awesome. and something that I was too scared to try and that was silly yeah prior, which is crazy literally that so is. I love that um and I love I love betches so I think I even Me like too. I think I saw when I saw that I was like, "Yes, girl, she's on Betches, of course." I started reading Betches in college, my senior, right. either junior or yep. senior year of college, and at the time, yeah, they had like a blog and they had this yes. Betches list, and it was basically this like yes. they would add to it every week. I feel like of like things that right Betches love Betches yes. love this, and one of them was like Diet Coke, and I was like, yes. "Oh, I'm a, I'm a Betch, like this is so cool." And now I'm like, oh my gosh, twenty-one year old me would be so excited. Right. So and many thirty-one year old me is so excited. Oh yeah. So many women are probably like looking at I mean that that is just so wild. It definitely is a pinch me moment. Like yes. hands down. For sure. And us weekly. Like teenage you reading us weekly, like oh, holy yeah. moly. I it was ridiculous. I was looking at just who follows that account. And I was like, all these blue check mark people maybe saw this video. This is crazy. Right? <laughs> that is so funny. I love that. Um, so j- 
So you kind of touched on this a little bit, but um, tell us more because I feel like there's some definitely tequila here. Uh, What does your friends and family know about your TikTok? And if so, what do they think? So everyone knows about it now. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) And I try. What's so odd is that I really was hoping to get good engagement on TikTok but only mm. from strangers. And I was really hoping no one else would see it. Uh, yeah. a, f- a few people would randomly see it on their FYP and would say something to me about it. And, you know, my husband would kind of troll me about it and I had a few close friends that I would tell. <laughs> and everyone would encourage me, if you're passionate about this, tell people about it. Right, it's right. cool. And you seem to really enjoy it. So why don't you tell people? And I was like, no, I can't, I can't. So the day... I told my coworkers about it. I actually didn't tell them. I got outed by my boss. Um, Oh my God. I had posted a video that a lot of people have been stitching that says, tell me you're a millennial without telling me you're a millennial. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of right at the start of all these people saying, tell me you're this without telling me you're this. So it got a lot of traction and it was featured in a Yahoo news article that my boss just happened to see he's scrolling by just saw on the internet and he sends this group text to everyone in the marketing organization at my company and said in case anyone wasn't aware it appears that Sarah is a TikTok personality (laughs) he didn't even say anything to me first he just sends it out and um like he didn't want to like ask you like hey do you want me to out hey, you no nope, yeah. nope he just he just outed me and I sent him a separate text with just like the emoji that has just like the flat line mouth and he was like right. he goes let me get this straight a hundred something thousand people can see this but you're worried about what nine of us think and I'm like well yeah those hundred thousand people don't really impact my job right and right. he was like well I think it's awesome so I'm I'm cheering Aww. you on which was great and everyone was That's so supportive awesome. yeah and now people on the team they like my reels and they comment on them and I'll bring it up in meetings and they're like that's so accurate and a lot of my friends have been messaging me that I don't work with specifically about some of the motherhood content and they've been like I it's either I didn't know you went through this I'm going through Mm -hmm. this now or they're saying I didn't know you went through this I wish I could have been a better friend to you at that time which has been cool to just see that it's uh, an important message that people are realizing like for sure. It has something I need to and, look out for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was one of the first in my friend group to have kids. So some of my kids mm-hmm, or too. some of my friends now are having little tiny yeah. babies and they're like, yeah, you've been through this and now yeah. I know. So like help. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. It's been, it's been great. I, I can't think of since being, you know, quote unquote outed. Um, I can't <laughs> think of like a negative experience I've had, which I know isn't the same for everyone that's a creator in social media. And there's a lot of negativity, but it's been overwhelmingly positive for me. Since wow, I decided that is to so really awesome. share it. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. awesome. Wow. Really I love that. Especially because, especially that, I don't know if I've, it sounds like everyone at your work is really supportive. Um, which is great because it's obviously a lot of your content is around being a working mother. Right. And it's, you know, like I would feel the same way, like, oh my God, I'm freaking out. Like (laughs) what, like all of you know how I actually feel about you. Right. Like I would be, I would be freaking out, but that's really great that, oops, they're all supportive of, um, of you and cheering you on, so to say, or like reaching out to you. Cause that's, that's great. Right. So they're either 
they're either uh, just genuinely supportive or they're all talking about it and just not telling me, but I'm going to choose to believe that it's the former. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So how do you come up with your content? What is your process? Because like I said, literally, I feel like you're inside my brain, Sarah, and you're just, you create videos. (laughs) That's too funny. I keep just a running list in my phone, actually, in my notes app. If I have a super frustrating day or I hear a coworker say something inspiring, I'll just jot a note in my phone and I'll basically keep a running list of just possible scenarios and then I'll kind of noodle over them for a couple of days. Like, okay, this is what happened, but how do I make that more relatable or how could Mm -hmm. I really play up the certain aspects? So how can I maybe add more drama to something, you know, small, someone said, how can I make it just a touch more annoying? So you can really play into that frustration feeling. Or if I see that a trend looks like it's gaining popularity or that people are really enjoying it, I'll try to think of, okay, can I think of an environment that is true to me? That's something like I've experienced that I could kind of adapt to make work here. So right now a trend that's happening is that guy who is turning Facebook drama into songs. Oh my God. It's the best. Whitney was sitting there thinking, it's so funny. It's so funny. I sing that song 20 times a day. I was going to say, that's the TikTok. Like, that's literally the TikTok. I keep seeing people, like, singing it and being, like, it's stuck in my head. And I'm, like, that's all of us. I made I made that TikTok the other day, and I got so embarrassed. I was, like, is is anybody else, like, doing Yeah, all day I'm, I'm like, yes, it is. Like, I can't. Yeah. I can't stop. I know. And I, I like, at least go to his profile at least once a day to see yeah, if he drops like, something need, new. He did. More. He did yeah, drop a new song. song. I yeah. thought he dropped well, a song, but I didn't see if he'd put up a TikTok yet for it. No, like, yeah. So he dropped an actual song. Like he's a for real musician and he put a TikTok such up. such a good, it's actually a really yeah. good song. Like, yeah. yeah. Which he, I well, should be more support, supportive. I should be like, oh, you're an amazing musician. I'm going to go down this song. But I'm also like, is your song about older women on Facebook right? because if not like I'm gonna need you to not, like we're out, right. we're out. <laughs> no yeah. yeah he um he dropped like an actual song song um and he posted a TikTok and he was like I have a good TikTok coming for you about internet drama but you need to go download my song or like listen to my song right. guess what I did as a true fan should did you go listen I to went it? yeah oh my was, god is it, it good was pretty good okay. it's yeah. pretty good it's not as good as um the Facebook okay. post she stole my broccoli (laughs) I can't I can't handle it so I'll 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 see things like that that are so right beyond and try to think okay do I have a scenario that I can adjust to kind of make work for this and I've created this kind of character who's my nemesis in some of my stories and I call him (laughs) Jeff with one f because I just think it sounds obnoxious yes I'm obsessed he's, he's any chauvinistic chauvinist male person who's been rude or talked over you or made you feel less than at work he's all of them rolled into one person we all have a jeff at work okay everybody has a jeff it doesn't have to be a guy it doesn't yeah it could be be another woman it could be anyone Mm -hmm. that's just like the worst that just exists Mm -hmm. to make your life more difficult at work (laughs) and i totally base his name off of 
uh, Jeff with one F from Emily Maynard's season of The Bachelorette a long time ago. Oh, He's just always stuck with me. I so you're right. that's him. He's Jeff with one F. I just put his I face on whoever's that. annoying me at the day oh, or at the time. I can see his face. Oh that's my god, so yes. funny. I remember that's also so funny. Uh, that is the best. Um, yeah. Do you ever get hate comments from strangers um, or any mom shaming or anything like that? Because you not, obviously show up on a lot of other people's FYP. Not yeah. really. I mean, people talk about me looking like I'm going to cry. And then sometimes <laughs> I've I've been called out for like, get over it. Part of having a job is doing uh, work. Like, okay. millennials are so sensitive. But I kind of think that. those are funny. But I really haven't had anything that's been like too – aggressive sometimes I'll block okay. people just if I see them being mean to other people in <gasps> the too. comments Me I'm too. like I, I don't need this in this space I'm not going to be fostering that but mm-hmm. honestly I haven't gotten anything too um mean yet at that's least. awesome so. that's awesome have you ever have you had to use your um comment blocker like the keyword comment blocker they I have this need to do that yeah, they have this thing. People were Whitney, so mean to me. I was going to say, Whitney, a lot of pe- I don't know what it is, but people are so are so mean to Whitney sometimes on her videos. And yeah. I remember, I think I can think of this one video of yours that blew up. Blew like up. Millions, it, yeah. I'm talking. It and was, I think I remember people being not super nice. So mean. Yeah, it was the one I used the sound. And I was like, hey, I use this girl's sound. And people were like, you're a faker you you and this is you like and you're driving with a child in the car who child in the car not even in the car like just crazy stuff and just saying the meanest stuff like oh one wipe on her face and it's over like talking about makeup I'm like I was wearing tits and moisturizer sir oh my gosh. hello yeah so um TikTok has this really cool feature you I think you like go in the settings I don't know I'll have to like screenshot it and send it to you since I have your number um, yeah please. but <laughs> you like go to the TikTok I mean the comment blocker and I mean, it kind of is sad because you have to literally type in like hateful words that you don't want to like up to not on. show up. Yeah. yeah. So I was like thinking of the worst things I could think about myself. And I'm like, <laughs> they just type in me. <laughs> Like, this is for my own good. Nobody will ever say this about me. But oh, it's a really smart, cool though. feature. It, yeah, yeah, I'll have a to do that. Really cool, it's really cool feature. I also I like, like, well, go oh, ahead. Go ahead. Oh. I was going to say, I one time like defend, I mean, me and Whitney will like defend each other till mm-hmm. we die. But um, I think I've like commented over one of her crazy commenters. <laughs> And then like they got so mean to me and I was like, whoa, okay. I was not prepared for how mean yeah. to me. Um, so bye. <laughs> like I'm yeah, done. Like and I'm no longer an active participant in this. No. Yeah. And they'll say like the meanest stuff or like the most derogatory things. Not see, not even like a hate comment, just kind of like a passive aggressive, like, okay, like that yeah. type of thing. But they follow you. Like, right. what are you, like, what are you right. doing here? It's yeah. I'm like, so I think you're the one that needs to revisit what's happening. Yeah, the, yeah. I used to honestly, I would get some passive aggressive comments, but it was really before I had much of a following. It would be random mm-hmm. people that would comment and be like, how do you have so much time to TikTok all day? You've posted three videos today. And I kind of what like clap, clapped back at one. And I was like, listen, my average TikTok at the time 
They take mm. like 37 yeah, seconds to make. And P.S. Like my kids are right here in the car with me. So right. excuse and, me for entertaining yeah. myself in the Starbucks drive through line. Bye. And also <laughs> fuck off. Well, yeah. also like, <laughs> like it's not like you're spending literally hours. I mean, I guess some people spend like hours making it. Yeah. But you're like, hello. Also, like it's yeah. not your business. Like if that's what you want to be doing and spending right. hours right. doing it. Right. Like, I'm, and I think now that I think about it, one other person was like, oh, you don't have a real job. And I was like, well, okay. if I don't have a real job and people are just going to keep sending me my paycheck, I'll just do oh, this cool. all day and that's fine. But I don't yeah. think that's the case. So I'm going to go back to my real job now. So I'm going to circle yeah. back with you later. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to continue to yeah. just like, I'm like, do what's what your I'm job doing? that you have all this free time to be like, no, so no, no mom shaming though. Right. No mom no. shamers. Great. No mom shamers, which is, it's sad that I expect it, but it really hasn't happened yet to yeah. me. Great. That's awesome. I, and we I don't know if we've said this on the podcast before, but sometimes moms against moms are the worst critics. Like mm-hmm. mom shaming. Absolutely. Is so, yeah. Like us as moms are like that mom's not doing it right or whatever. Yep. Um, which doesn't make any sense to me at all, but um, I know. there's a lot of mom shaming, mom, mom shaming. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, of two quotes when, when I think about mom shaming, like I yeah. think there is one side of it that can sometimes be jealousy. I hate people that are always like, oh, my haters are jealous, but it's like mm-hmm. no one doing better than you is going to be criticizing you. Their business right, exactly. doing their own thing. Yep. And then I also think of the hurt people, hurt people. So somebody's yes. struggling, somebody's not happy. Somebody is struggling either with their own kids or in their relationship or their value and identity. As it's a, a projection. Yes. And they're projecting those issues onto you because they're like, there's no possible way you're succeeding in this area. So I'm just yeah. going to tear you down because it makes me feel better, which is, is sad. It is sad. And, and the easiest thing to do would just be to not engage with that comment or that mm-hmm. content, like block. I don't know. Like if somebody, you know, if somebody came across my content and it made them feel bad, mm-hmm. please block me or unfollow me. You know what I mean? Like I would not want to be that person to yeah. somebody. And I've, like, I've had to do that before with other people yeah. that I realized were making me feel less than or were mm-hmm. in some other way bringing up something in me that I was like, that is a nasty thought or feeling that I'm having like yeah sometimes I either just have to meet them or unfollow them or do something mm-hmm. because I'm like okay well clearly I have something I need to work on if this very innocent post is like making me feel like ragey yeah yeah, yeah. well and that's Absolutely. like a good way to be really honest with yourself too about yeah yeah um yeah. and I love that you said both of those points because I think both are so true and very valid um and it just it's just crappy because honestly like motherhood is we're all in the same boat. Like we're all going the same. And none of us know what we're doing. Like we're just figuring it out. Like like, literally none of us, especially in a pandemic. Nobody knows what you're supposed to do right now. Nobody. No one. Yeah. I bet every mom right now is feeling like what the fuck when they go to bed or, you know, just, just trying their best. Yeah. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, just trying their best. Exactly. I don't know. It just, that just makes me sad that, um, just anybody, not even moms, that like strangers would, you know, take time out of their day to type 
that and send it. And it happens millions and millions and billions of times a day. What's so interesting for me is sometimes just on other creators content, I'll see some of those nasty comments. And if you click on them and look at their profile, I'm always surprised at how many times the bio is like working on myself or just here for fun. Like, I'm like, kind, kindness is golden or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, well, you got some more work to do on that one. Just a little. (laughs) Figure yourself out here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Reel it in. <laughs> Reel it way in. Okay. Or don't put that in your bio. Let's be yeah. real. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Or just don't put. Yeah. Right. Like, don't put stuff like that in your bio because that definitely is just going to make me say, oh, you're right. You, you have things you need to work on girlfriend. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what is your worst mom confession? And we, me and Whitney like to share a lot of mom confessions with each other. Um, I'll share one of mine first. Okay. okay. Sarah, um, do you have one to share, Kelsey? Yeah. I just Okay. I, was, I just like, figured yeah, we yeah, could, yeah, we like, could, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have plenty to choose from. I just wanted to um, give ours first. So Sarah wasn't like, um, so like she what could, level are we going to? Yeah, right. Like what, what level of confession are we going for yeah um so one time brist okay hang on bristol can kind of like go to the bathroom by herself right now like Mm -hmm. she's really good at you know getting on the potty by herself like doing the entire thing alone Mm -hmm. and um she's kind of gotten to where she doesn't want me to go in there so um there was this one time i was sitting on the couch um probably watching Cocomelon with her or something like that. And (laughs) she gets really quiet. You know, she finishes her business or whatever. She gets really quiet. And, um, I like five minutes have gone by and I finally hear like a, a knock on the wall. I'm like, what is happening? So I get up and I go look in the bathroom and shared Whitney. I'm really, she she has the plunger in her mouth. No, no. Yes. I don't know how long she was doing it. How long? I don't know. Why? Oh my and keep in mind, keep in mind, this little stinker is the only reason I have a plunger. I had to go out and buy a plunger. I haven't had a plunger She's in years. She's got a powerful years. little body. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. That little stinker is the only reason we have a plunger. And then I go in there and she's like licking on it like a lollipop and like, I don't even know if I've told you that, Kelsey, but yeah. No, you've never said it to me before, but also like, does she not <laughs> see you put that in the toilet for when, you know what I mean? Just, the just, logic of a three-year-old is a crackhead, equivalent to a crackhead. So like- 100%. I am dying, Whitney, because um, I randomly can like picture you Bristol with her mouth on it and just dead. Yeah, like I, I I've 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 blocked out the remainder of that interaction. I don't know. I don't know how I reacted. I don't know if I cried or you know gave her to her father and didn't. I, like I I don't know. Um, but I know that had to have been an interesting day because my husband and I work at home together uh, for the same company actually. Oh wow. Um, oh yeah, it's fun. Like the. the 
Oh yeah. Oh, here's another pooping story. Um, we were on a team call today, like my husband and I like sitting together on a team call and Bristol's like, mom, I'm finished pooping. <laughs> oh yeah. I've had to do that on a work call where my daughter said, I need to go poop on mm-hmm. a call. Like mommy, I need to go poop. And then I have to take her poop. And then mm-hmm. she's like, mom, I'm done pooping on the, <laughs> on the call. Like yeah. wipe my ass. Tell me that's <laughs> happened to me. What is your confession? Still? It would be my confession is this happens to me regularly, regularly. Like I will, I have to pick up my daughter from school and I forget to leave. Like I forget <laughs> that I have to pick her up from school. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> oh yeah. That's a, and then I like literally like leave like within luckily it's only 10 minutes away, but I leave maybe five minutes till like, I need to pick her up. And this school charges you by the minute. If you do not pick them up. I didn't know that. My God. Ours is, I think it's $5 per minute. It's crazy. Um, crazy. Share share your confession though. Cause I want to, I want to (sighs) know. Well, mine is. Okay, I think it has language. So if you need to oh, leave me later. Girl, all okay. of the cuss words. We cuss okay. all the time over here. Okay. Girl. So, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. It was maybe last fall or something. It was still nice enough to be outside in like just normal clothes. And I forget what our dog did, but our dog did something. And I was like, you stupid fucking dog. <laughs> Not nice. Yelled at the dog. And my son looks at me and he is three and a half and he goes, mommy, we don't say fucking. And I <laughs> look at him and I was like, no, we don't. Right. We do not say that. And then I'm thinking You're like, right. okay, first of all, how does he know that? And who told him not to say it? Because we've never had this conversation before. Oh my but then God. later we're inside and he goes up to the dog and goes, you stupid dog. And like kind of patted him on the butt. And I said, no, we do not call him stupid. Yeah. And he goes, you did. And I said, no, mom, mommy didn't say nice word earlier, but I didn't call him stupid. I called him super. We call him super dog. So now anytime the dog does something, he goes, you call him a super dog. And anyone that's been around is like, what? And I'm like, you're right. He is a super dog, super dog. And it's not even that big of a deal now but the fact that like he thinks that that's like a mean thing to say to the dog because I called him a stupid fucking dog dog. I'm like he's gonna have like a really hard time with the word super for a long time I think like superhero yeah yeah so I've probably ruined that for him and I told my husband about it thinking he was gonna like crack up and think it was hilarious and he was like Um, really that really it's like well, who that told was getting him? on my nerves, and who told yeah, him that, that about that word? That word, right? Yeah, I tried to deflect it, and it did not work. And he's like, "You need to like cool it." I've like, done yeah. that before. Yeah, I know. I've done I, that before. Like they like literally repeat everything. Like, yeah, but only the things everything. that I'm like, "How did you even like understand the context mm-hmm. of that or pick that up?" I'm like, mm-hmm. "You can't remember the like 18 nice things I told you to say today, but I like." Think- one thing that was like, I said something terrible one time and right. I'm saying now. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, I've said this one time to Bristol and she has not let me forget it. I, she like was not helping me pick up her stupid toys. Oh my God. I hate picking up toys, but like if, if we do it together, I don't mind, Right. you know? Um, anyway, she would not help me. I mean, I asked the nicest way, gave bribes, whatever, just would not do it. And I was like, 
I'm going to call Santa Claus and he's going to come, he's going to come pick up all these toys and he's going to take them to the North pole and then give them to other kids that want, that want to take care of them. And she's like, you're going to give my toys away. So earlier, literally earlier, I was asking her to help pick up the toys. And she was like, mommy, Santa Claus isn't going to take my toys away. Right. And I was like, how I said it one time, right. Once a while ago. Yeah. It's ingrained oh, yeah. in their brain forever. Yeah, so essentially, anything might have ruined Santa Claus. I don't yeah. know. Oh, I have the, I have the app to FaceTime Santa. Like <laughs> I I pulled that card so many times. I don't think he even believes me at this point that I was gonna do that because <laughs> he he was like, uh, what did he say to me one time? He said, actually, you don't even talk to Santa. It's just Snowball, and Snowball's our elf. And he's like, Snowball uses his magic and goes and talks to him. No. Like, okay, I don't even have this over you anymore. Like, right? Listen to me. Well, let me talk to Snowball then. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. So they're too smart for their own good. They are. Isn't it wild? Well, how old are your boys, by the way? They're three and a half and one and a half. Oh my gosh. Oh, one and a half. So tiny. Uh-huh. Okay, we're the hitting one and a half year old is almost as big as the three and a half year old they <gasps> are wild. three pounds apart in weight and maybe three inches in height wow oh, that's he is crazy. for sure gonna start taking them out soon your husband is really tall though right yeah he is okay yeah. so i think my firstborn should hope to have an academic scholarship one day and <laughs> right the second will probably athletic playing sports <laughs> right yeah. that's so funny like in like we're starting to hit the deep three I mean we they just Bristol and my daughter Harper just turned three recently but like mm-hmm. this week man I don't know what it is about this week oh my I God. just downloaded last week the big little feelings oh toddler course an amazing I, mm-hmm. I follow their Instagram someone told me the thing is like I try to be that person that's like mm-hmm. okay what would big little feelings do what would what would they mm-hmm. say and I just like yeah <laughs> yeah, so I'm hoping that the modules for the course will actually help me because as much as I try to be the Instagram person, yep, no. Nope. Later I'm like, oh, could I handle that better? So I'm the same way. I'll report yeah. back if the class helps. Oh yeah, seriously. seriously. I, I do Three really- is straight from hell. I'm convinced. Oh, it's terrible. This week I feel like she's turned into some like demon monster, and <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. But then they have those moments where it's like they oh, just so need you sweet. and so sweet, sweet, and it's like I so sweet. almost forget how like. Then, the like, then you remember that they were screaming at you yeah. like a demon was coming from their mouth and you're like yeah yeah what gets me is the like cuddling with you and yeah. mommy are you my best friend like like just yeah. right before right before then yeah. you were just I just wanted to wring your neck yeah my <laughs> son will go don't be mad to me and come oh. hug me and I'm like oh my gosh just like yeah I'm in trouble and I will right I will right. be mad to you Whatever. that's funny so yeah. speaking of motherhood how do you balance it how do you balance motherhood working and tiktoking I know there's probably not a perfect answer to that but so I grew up with a working mom. My mom was a corporate mama my entire uh, life. Um, oh, she, corporate mama. She is, yeah. And <laughs> my dad retired when I was either elementary school or middle school. I'm the oldest of four kids and he stayed home with us wow. he, and he would like substitute teach and, you know, do stuff, but he was like the stay at home dad. And so wow. I grew up with her explaining like 
there is not work-life balance. That doesn't exist. So people who tell you to find it, it it's, you're not going to, there's no balance. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. never going to be 50-50. It might go 90-10. It might go to 90. It's the sliding scale. So you have to just decide what are your priorities and what are you going to make the time for? What are you willing to sacrifice so that you can get something else? And that has always kind of stuck with me. And it's not a perfect exercise because so many times I'm sitting there thinking like, I am working way too hard for this job that, mm-hmm. yes. you know, it's not, it's not everything. My job doesn't define who I am. Or sometimes I'll be like, wow, I really wish that I could be dedicating more intentional time to this project I'm doing at work, but I'm worried right. about this, this, and this at the house. And I have all the stuff to do and I have kids doctor's appointments and all this. And then I'm like, okay, well, I want to focus on TikTok too. When am I going to do that? I can just stay up till midnight every night thinking of things. So I just look for pockets throughout the day when I can schedule 15, 20 minutes myself between meetings to catch up on things, whether that's scheduling a doctor's appointment, look at TikToks, take a break, go get coffee, do, Mm -hmm. do something just for kind of a mental break. And I think it helps me from getting too burnt out if I just try as best as I can to, yeah, yeah, to let myself bounce between them because I tried doing the like, okay, when I'm at work, I'm at work. When I'm at home, I'm at home. And it just doesn't really work for me. There are times I think of stuff for work at nine o'clock and I'll go like, look at it. Um, my husband are complete opposites. He's kind of like after five o'clock, like my brain for that is turned (laughs) off. I'll be back tomorrow where I am kind of this like oscillating fan of yeah and I think that's I I don't know if that's part of like my ADHD and how I grew up with my brain just kind of firing on multiple cylinders cylinders at all times but yeah uh, I think I just set myself up to understand that like it's never gonna feel like I'm balanced and when I expect that then it's nice if I get to a point where it feels like everything is kind of all copacetic together but I think it benefits me that I'm not holding this ideal standard of like one day it's going to feel like I have the exact right formula for Mm -hmm. killing it at work killing it at home you're going to drive yourself nuts no absolutely even if you are feeling like really great about both Mm -hmm. it's not sustainable like that life is just not sustainable you I don't even know if you would like I don't know how much sleep that would take like four hours I don't know you wake up early like there's just there's right. just not enough hours in the day. There's mm-hmm. not. And so I'm trying cool. to work on yeah. like, I, and I, I give advice better than I, I take it myself right now of being okay with saying no to things. And mm-hmm. even if it's at work, like, yeah, just for my I, own. I have sanity. a hard time with that too, especially at yeah. work. Cause I'm, it's that millennial in us. It's like, it is. we don't want to say no. We want to be, we want to show up and we don't want anyone to expect anything yeah. We're like, we're not lazy. Like right. those boomers told us we were like, <laughs> I feel like, I'm like nah, totally. I don't feel, I mean the boomers, but I don't feel lazy at all. Like I work really hard at work. Um, me too. I Often, feel- oftentimes you kind of feel a little from time to time used a little mm-hmm. bit because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure, you know, you experienced this Sarah where you're eager to you know, you even said yourself, you have to make yourself say, no, you're eager to, okay, sure. I'll do that. Or yeah. I'll get it to you as soon as I can, or Absolutely. I'll get it to you by the end of the day, knowing damn well, you can't get it done until lunch tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I do that 
all the time. It's like a constant overbooking. Like, why, why am I doing that to myself? I don't. Yeah. And then setting yourself up for failure, like over promising under delivering when you knew you couldn't. And then you're like, oh, I'm sorry. And then you're behind Mm -hmm. and you're feeling flustered. And it's like this vicious cycle of not feeling like you're doing enough, even though you're doing too much. Mm-hmm. Especially right now, like with motherhood and the pandemic, it's so on our face that we're, so I've always worked from home. Like I've always worked remotely. Okay. Um, not always in my entire career, but at this job I work at right now. So, sure. um, but it's so in our face right now that we're having to balance everything with motherhood and working and, you know, all of the above, basically trying to find time for stuff like this, <laughs> recording a podcast or right. like hanging out with your friends, you know? Yeah. Um, and I love that you said that you're just not always gonna feel like it's a hundred percent in both areas all the time because that's it, unrealistic. So. Right. Exactly. And even, even having that mindset of, um, <clears throat> of, it can be a balance or this is the percentage that I'm giving here. I feel like that's it. That can get to you as well. You know what I mean? Like it feels like crap. If you're like, yeah. oh, I'm only giving 10% to my child and 90% mm-hmm. to work. Like that doesn't feel good at all. But then you're like, right. Reverse that. Right. You're giving right. 90% to your child and only 10% to work. And then our minds are like, oh my God, I'm going to be, fi- I'm, I'm fired. Like, mm-hmm. I'm getting right. tired. Um, it's, it's it's sickening, and I don't know that I have the solution because I can see it no. so clearly when my friends are doing it and overextending themselves. I'm like, why are you doing this? Say no. You need to push back on that. Like this is a and then we do the same thing. Exactly, and they're probably staring right back at me like, uh huh. Let me know when you start okay. living <laughs> into that. Right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. That's yeah, great. Yeah. But yeah. I agree. It's hard. It's, it's hard to say no in all areas. Like, obviously it's hard to say no to your kid. If they want to, they want to play, like, if they're like, Oh, mommy, play with me today. My Mm -hmm. daughter literally tells me that all the time. Like, can I hang out with you? I'm like, I gotta, gotta go to work. (laughs) Like, I know the worst thing for me too, is having my phone in my hand and saying like, mommy can't talk right now. Mommy's working. And I hate saying that, but, but I am working, you know what I mean? And it worries me sometimes that like her, some of her memories are going to be of that. And then that's that like evil voice of you're not giving enough to motherhood. You girl. (laughs) Right. But then on the flip side, it's like, okay, well, what if I didn't, then what would I be providing? What would I be exactly doing? And it's this hard balance. I think that, yeah. And like, I, I really do believe that all moms work. So stay at home moms. I really think that they just have a different kind of work that they're doing. And sure. at the beginning of the pandemic, I could appreciate that a bit more. And I don't think either of them is harder or easier. They're just different. Right. And so yeah. sometimes I feel this struggle of, I should be grateful I'm able to do this. And I should feel like I'm really providing financial security at another mm-hmm. level to my family. But then I find myself envying my friends who are stay-at-home moms, like, okay, mm-hmm. well, they're providing this emotional uh, you know, foundation yeah. for their kids and they're making all these memories and they're fostering this greater sense of connection. And then I'm like, you know what? Grass is always greener. We both exactly are probably looking at each other with envy in some. Exactly. Area. Because 
Yeah, because they're probably on the other side with the fence uh, and haven't had an adult conversation in three days. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's crazy because I've experienced both exclusively and it's fucking wild. Yeah, like, it is. And, and like you said, there's no comparison. Like mm-hmm. they are so different. And the fact that people even try to compare them is just yeah. arbitrary to me, just insane, you know, like incredibly wild. They're so different and it, it pulls a different type of motherhood out of you and all are just as efficient, you know what I mean? And just as loving, but it, it, it goes, I mean, society just pits us against each other anyway. It does. And then it just like amplifies that little voice that you hear because it just makes you repeat that to yourself, even though it's so bogus. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Actually telling us we're a bad mom or no one's actually saying that you're doing bad at work. I mean, at least I hope no one's telling you you're doing bad at work, (laughs) but no one actually says those words. It's just that we all hold each other to a really high standard in our heads Mm -hmm. of like, what's expected. And me and Winnie always say this, it goes back to just like these society norms that are in our head. That's like, you have to do all these things all at once Mm -hmm. and be amazing at them all at the same time. Um, and it's hard. It's obviously it's hard. It's there's no fucking rules. Like why, like why do we, why are we following rules that don't exist? You know what I mean? Or I know a hand, like reading from a fucking handbook that no one wrote. You know, like we all say wild. that that's the the rule, right? Like right. in our head. Yeah. I, I've been trying to, I think for me, I've been trying to be more positive about it though, because, and we have like a whole episode on like how for me, like being a working mom wasn't my thing. Like I didn't, I, ne- I didn't grow up with a working mom. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a stay at home mom. So I thought I was going to be a stay at home mom. Like right. that was my dream. Like I want to be a stay at home mom. Um, but now that I'm working mom, I couldn't imagine doing anything else, but that's mm-hmm. also because I have so much fulfillment in that I get to provide a lot of great things for my daughter, mm-hmm. um, and like personal fulfillment and the growth I see in my career. Um, and I really like really rely on that as like justification for feeling better about it all. <laughs> so to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's such a great example for her, not in like, for Oh, sure. look at my mom, she works, but Oh, look at my mom investing in herself mm-hmm. and what exactly. she finds fulfillment in, whether that's staying at home working. or exactly. working. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. And I love that quote that every, I know both of you have heard it like a million times, but um, it's kids don't need a perfect mom. They need a happy mom. And yep. it, like just because a mom is like investing, like you just said, Sarah, investing time in yourself as a mother, making yourself happy, whether that mm-hmm. be working at a nine to five, working at home, staying yeah. home exclusively, doing both. You know what I mean? Like you just that's feel amazing happy. for your kids. Right. Exactly. It's just so wild that we're taught from God, such a young age that it's supposed to be one way or the other. No in between. Yeah. Yep. So crazy. Yep. Thank God. It's for, so crazy. Thank God for millennials doing right. all the hard work here. <laughs> I know we're unpacking all this like generational work that needs to be done, like or, yeah. setting the stage for 
our seriously, kids. Though. <laughs> yeah. Seriously though. Um, so what is a goal then you have in 2020? And we just got done with a, when we wrote these questions, we probably were like super intense about our goals at the po- <laughs> point in time because we were <laughs> just got done doing a manifestation affirmations like podcast. Mm-hmm. So, um, share with us just a goal that you have, and that could be personal, TikTok, TikTok related, goal, anything working goal. motherhood. Yeah. Okay. So by the end of the year, I want to launch some type of a course for moms. I am still working through what form that takes, but what I think it's going to start out as is just some type of exercises you can do in the space of prioritization as a working mom and how you can balance some of those things and make it flexible and work for you. Yeah, that's all I know I that, that I want to do so far. That's but incredible. I'm obsessed with planners yeah. and I spend a ridiculous amount of money. I'm like, oh, this class will teach me how to do this. Like check. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I, I want to find a way to create a space where moms can come to for advice and maybe start some type of a Facebook group for a forum type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So, so still like super loose, not sure where I want to take it, what I want to do with it, but I'm in the just brainstorm process right now of, okay, what is, yes, I love TikTok. I love the engagement with the community, but what's like a tangible thing that I can right. give to moms? What can I do right. to actually help other moms? So exactly built this large community of moms and like, how can you? Yeah. It's so the goal I'd say is just some yeah. type of tangible resource. That's incredible. TBD on the, I mean, you're what helping it is. moms so much, by the way, like yeah, I told, told you, like I was feeling that you have someone to relate to that understands what you're going through. Like that means the world to somebody. I know it meant a lot to me during the pandemic when I would watch your videos. So, um, that's awesome. But find me up, Sarah. Like I'm your first customer, your first client. I seriously, (laughs) there's a market for it right now though. Like literally nobody knows what the fuck they're doing right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Every, everything is so uncharted right now and you providing some sort of clarity for women and moms. Yeah. Like, they're going to eat. They're going to eat. It's that almost up. like, it's like a get your shit together guide. Right. Right. Or how to at well, least pretend. Uh, sign, sign me up. <laughs> attempt, attempt to get your shit together. Hey, yeah. if you, if you want to manifest it, listen to our manifestation. I'm going to have to. I know. Yeah. After a talk of witch talk and manifestation, I'm going to have to go listen to the episode and see like what I can make happen for myself. It, the it, girl that we interview is awesome. Like she's for real, like legit. Yeah. Okay. So good. Um, and that's, we we're like really into goal setting right now too. So I, yes, I'm, gonna we're going to have a good year <laughs> manifest this, help you manifest this too, Sarah. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. So, <laughs> so since we talked about your goal, we might as well move on to some sort of advice for moms. So what is your biggest advice for moms in, in general or on social media? What's that yeah. advice you would give? So I think my advice is applicable to both just motherhood in general, creating a brand and image for yourself on social media is mm-hmm. that no one will be a bigger advocate for you than you can. So advocate for yourself, stand up for yourself, put yourself up for opportunities 
don't play small. Um, you have your best interest in mind and you're not going to be the first go-to person for a lot of things if you don't put yourself mm -hmm. out there. And it's something that I struggled with for a really long time. Um, not feeling like I would be good enough or adventurous enough or interesting mm -hmm. enough or something. And I think it goes for myself at work too. Like you might not get a promotion or recognition on a project unless you put yourself out there and raise your hand that like you want to, you want to try it and you would like to be considered. So I think you have to stand up for what you need. So in motherhood, if that's telling your partner that you need support in a different way, or it's realizing that, Hey, you know what? I ha I need to do a mother's day out program for two days a week. That's what I need. Just recognizing that and then making, making it, it happen. happen. Yeah. yeah. Advocating right. for yourself that ABC is what I need. Bottom right line. Now. Yeah. yeah. Bottom line, advocating for yourself and just having the courage to actually do that. I, I love right. that you just said that because I have, especially for social media, I have a really hard time. Um, I have like imposter syndrome, you know, mm -hmm. like, I don't know why, like legitimately, if you ask me right now, like why people follow me on TikTok, I fuck, I literally don't fucking know. Like I have not, a, I'm not a clue because I'm in that mindset most of the time I'm working on it, but I'm in that <laughs> mindset most of the time. Like, um, that you've like I'm tricked people into it or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not interesting enough. It was that one video, right? Like, I'm not that interesting or, um, nobody would like reference me for like a tip or right. something like that. So why even do that? And it goes the same for Instagram as well. Like I have a really hard time committing to something. Mm -hmm. I even posted about it today. Like people have been begging me to do some sort of tutorial. And I'm like, eh, I don't know about that because I don't like, what if it flops? But right. I mean, just like you said, like, how, how the fuck are you going to know if you don't right. do it and you don't advocate for yourself and put yourself out there to right. find out? Right. Yeah. And, and with Instagram, I love that. Cause you're like, scared is going to flop, but I've been thinking about it. And anytime something flops, you're learning what people don't want to see. Right. Which I think we can turn into a positive of like, all right. So clearly they're over on this side of this, or they're looking for content more in this space. I'm glad I did that. So now that I know not to waste my time investing right. in that area, which is a lesson I struggle with too. It's like the fear of what people are going to think about it can be so hard. Mm -hmm. And that's in motherhood or in social media or at work. It's just like, totally. if I put, what if I put myself out there for this and it's, it doesn't go well. It's a Libra thing too. It always feels weird. <laughs> it is a Libra thing. I, I was Everyone just saying, like it me. could be a Libra thing because, I mean, I, I feel like I feel weird about always putting myself out there. And I know like Leos are more okay with that. <laughs> um, but I always feel like it's something I feel like I learned early on in my career, at least, is like your boss, your mm -hmm. person above you is not going to know that you did something unless you're like, hey, hi. Mm -hmm. uh, just so you know, like I did that, right? right. Like. Mm -hmm. They're not going to know um, at all. And it, sometimes it feels like really weird at first, but the more that you do it, the more I feel like it becomes just like a natural conversation thing, I guess, yeah. mm -hmm. um, that you're like, Hey, like, oh yeah, this happened today. And I like, I did not like I did that, but like, I helped the kind of like, that. I, like, I yeah. did that. <laughs> but also, yeah. um, I didn't just do yeah, nothing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
you should give me a raise. Okay. Thank you. Um, right. That's such a great piece of advice though. Seriously. I needed that piece of advice. It's hard. Me I mean, too. It's, it's advice it's, I share and I'm still working on taking. Me too. It's hard. It's hard to, it is. It feels unnatural almost to like put yourself out there. Like it really mm-hmm. does. But my other thing too, like with social media is if you're putting yourself out there and like someone doesn't like that, then they're not your person. Like they're not your follower. They're not. Yeah. Like your audience, because that's what you are. You're this person that's putting that type of content out there. So a hundred percent. I just posted something about it today. Like that. You did. It's kind of weird. Like if if someone makes fun of you or they don't get it, like, okay, probably not for them. So, Okay. Like move on. It's fine. Thanks yeah. for your opinion. Bye. You don't yeah. Stop letting that stop you. No right. trollers allowed here. Just move move on along. There yeah, are I like did. billionaires doing stuff that I don't give two craps about. Yeah. Right. But there are tons of people who do because they're really successful. Right. So I can be right. that person to somebody else. Exactly. So true. And I oh. promise you, you are there because like I said. that's so nice. You yeah, are no, really, no, really, Sarah, <laughs> I, I truly enjoyed this because you have such a level head and, and just like clear goals. I know, I know you probably, I mean, you're a Libra, so maybe I know you a little bit, <laughs> but you may not see how clear those goals are for you, but I, I certainly see it. And I know I can speak for Kelsey on this, that like you are doing great things for a ton of people and That's so kind it's incredible. It's incredible. And you even have goals to do even more for more people, you know, like, I think that's just incredible. Seriously. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. It's, it's nice to hear. I, I mean, just like anyone else, I get caught up in the metrics sometimes and like, oh, well, there are other people talking about similar content and like, it's doing way better. Like this must not be resonating with anyone, but hearing comments like that, just, it seriously makes my day and like, no, makes me feel good. So thank you. I think like, look at what you've built. Like you've built a community of that many moms, working moms, not even probably moms too, just like women. Yeah. Right. I mean, even look at me, I was thrilled to tell Kelsey, I knew you thrilled. I could not wait to tell her. Oh my her. gosh. That's so yeah. nice. Like, I mean, I can't handle it. No, it's incredible. Seriously. Um, well, thank we, you really definitely like fangirling. For sure. Right. Um, I know Kelsey was like, I'm kind of nervous. I'm not cool enough to be nervous over. So thank you. <laughs> that Stop. is so funny. <laughs> cool is Sarah. Um, well, thank you so much for being on here and just being Seriously. super real, vulnerable and sharing your, just all these questions we asked you and answers to them. Thank Absolutely. Thank Absolutely. You. I'm so glad to, maybe we can do it again one day and talk about the goals yeah. that we accomplished this year. Oh my gosh. We love the that. things that you guys manifested. Yeah. Um, and, and your new business venture. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll be uh, offering my sign up links at the time. So yeah. Give it, I love yeah, it. give our, give our listeners a little discount. There we go. I love it. <laughs> we can do it. Yeah. And thank you guys so much for having me on your podcast. I think it's incredible what you're doing and I'm thrilled to, to be a guest and be part of it. So thank you Absolutely. for real. That was so fun. Like I can't, I can't tell you how excited I am to just have talked to her. Like really it, it's so crazy seeing a creator that you admire, um, you know, 
in you know we're like on zoom but like in real life like we got yeah. to talk to her like in That's real in- life like and the best part about her is the way she appears online is the way that she alive it, it's wild it is really though because and i think we've talked about this in one of our previous episodes it's that's a big pet peeve of ours is like when you show up online, you're showing on Instagram and then we meet you in person and you are so different. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, to me, that's like, I don't like that. Um, but she was told she, she was exactly who she is in her videos and just very authentic. So sweet, so kind. Um, and I totally can still feel like I, can relate to her so much and that we have a lot in common in terms of being working moms and all of that. So um she was such a joy to have on. She said such really good nuggets of things. Um mm-hmm. and I just love all I literally love her story about how she just was like on TikTok secretly like her husband didn't know. know she was on TikTok and like it just then she kind of blew Spiled. up and then it was, yeah, it yeah. kind of blew up and it was like, okay, well now everyone knows. <laughs> but I'm so happy that she like, so happy that no one has given her flack about it. That just makes me so happy because she's such a genuine sweet person, regardless. Like I would want to fight some money if they were ugly to her. Um, I cannot believe she has two boys. Yeah. So cute. Oh, so cute. And, and three and one or three and a half, should I say three and a half and one and a half? Cause we know that's such a big, it really is that half in half between phase. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like, and she just phase. like, I know it's hard and she, you know, she didn't try to sugarcoat this whatsoever, but she, she balances it all just so gracefully. And I'm sure she doesn't see that, but like, she has so many ambitions and just so many goals and she's so fucking honest about like yeah but also it's a fucking shit show over here like I'm just trying to like stay afloat and give myself grace and kick ass at the same time and I just love that that is her vibe right well and I think that's what that's what's so great about TikTok though it it's Mm -hmm. that platform to share that like I don't know. I mean, who knows? She might've shared like that type of content on Instagram before TikTok, but that really resonated with a lot of people because it was on TikTok. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and she's obviously gained a lot of followers on Instagram too, but there's just something, like I said, just so raw and real on TikTok that you really can't get genuinely in anywhere else. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, like I said, I was just fangirling the entire time because I've loved her for so long and yeah. I've followed her for so long. And I'm just so glad that she was on. And, um, and if it weren't for TikTok, yeah. we wouldn't know Sarah. Exactly. Oh my God. I can't even think about that. Yeah. Yes. I know. Um, and she shared such good tips of like, uh, I wouldn't say tips, but good, um, advice, good advice. Yes. Yes. on motherhood and like you said balancing it all and um, humor and just the best taking it 
seriously. Yeah. Seriously. The best. If you have a chance, even if you're not a mom, if you're a millennial or you're a young adult, like you yep. would love her content and like, seriously, and I'll like, plug it again right now. Yeah. So follow her on Instagram, which is Sarah with an H. So S A R H Jean J E A N steel S T E E L E. That's her Instagram. And then her TikTok is the corporate mama. Um, follow her on all regards because it's all. And tell her that you came from moms and margs and that you loved the episode. Please do. Um, yes. And we already were planning that we already trying to figure out how Sarah can move to Arizona and become an Arizonian (laughs) move here. We can just all be friends. So we at least, we at least, um, secured her for a, a a visit. (laughs) Yeah. And, but you should, you should also tell her to, to move here and, Um, but we're so glad that you showed up on this Tuesday with us. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you got to take a little time for yourself today and listen to this podcast. Um, hopefully maybe you treated yourself to a margarita or a yes. glass of wine, like me and what you did today. Yes. And please follow us on Instagram. Please subscribe to moms and margs yes. on any podcast platform that yes. you choose, whether that's Spotify or Apple um, and give us that five-star review. Unfortunately, the five-star review is only on Apple Podcasts. Some of you were asking, like, how do I review on Spotify? I'm so sorry. You can't. There's no way to review yeah. on Spotify. Um, but just sharing, just, honestly, just yeah. tagging us on your stories in Instagram helps, helps us so much. Tag and share um, us with your friends, with whoever, mm-hmm. family, other TikTokers. Emmys, whoever. Literally let them know about Moms and Marks. And I hope that you have a wonderful week and Tuesday. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.